0: This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 3rd of October. And as ever, I was joined in the studio by the wolf of real estate, Mahanid Al-Wadir. And I asked him about two hot stories hitting the headlines this week, namely the development of the Palm Jebel Alley and the likely effect of the Qatar World Cup on the property market. Plus, he took all your property-focused questions, everything from whether it's better to buy a flat or villa... To how to deal with a lazy landlord. We also welcomed a special guest into the studio. Christina Butkaru, the general manager of Nasma Luxury Stays outlined exactly how you can make money by renting out your home. This is Property Today. On the agenda,
1: with Morass and Dubai Properties for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: It is our weekly segment on real estate. Mahana Dalwoodi joins me in the studio. Hey, Ooh, I'm back. We need some sort of applause, of course. The Wolf for real estate, the oracle. Actually, I must stop doing that because you've already got a slogan, which yeah, is the Wolf for real Wolf estate.
2: Is nice enough, and you know yeah. what? I love this title because it was given to me by one of the CEOs at the land department. Yeah. And it so was it's a it's just a, just a nice, you know, uh, title recognizing all my efforts.
0: Yeah, you know. exactly. I and love it. it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. I actually when we were first introduced, I was genuinely concerned that for the entirety of the season, and we're doing about 20 episodes, aren't we, that I was going to get it wrong. Because <laughs> yeah. because you know you get that you have the film and the book in your of mind. Course. I'm not even going to say it. You'll uh, note m- I'm not going to m- say it.
2: Mind you, I uh, sold a property here for Jordan Belfort, the wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I'm the one who sold them one here in Dubai. Well, <laughs>
0: Do you know I actually met him once at uh yeah, Great. he came for a sort of Bitcoin blockchain conference yep. in Abu Dhabi. Very Interesting
2: personality.
1: No. He was he was
0: fascinating, yeah. I yeah. sort of sat quite tensely. Um but he was really interesting. He told me, actually he was really interesting. He told me that he'd uh been uh hacked and that someone had huh. stolen his uh his uh, cryptocurrency. So oh was, yes,
2: I heard about that in the yeah. news. Yeah. he
0: was very, very interesting man. Very interesting man. Clearly, much better to buy property exactly. than invest in cryptocurrency. That's into why people should buy real
2: assets, real yeah. estate. no
0: one's going to nick can your, your, house. Hack your property. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Right. So there are a lot of stories hitting the headlines, and and one of them is one that uh, right here. If you listen to Property Today on a regular basis, we actually broke this story uh, a couple of weeks ago now, which is of course that the Palm Jebel Ali is going yes, to be developed. Yes,
2: we were we were uh, talking about it and we well, predicted were first. we predicted that's going to happen very soon
0: well you predicted it and then you said you knew it was going to happen <laughs> and then and someone was listening because now it's in yeah. the newspapers yeah, quote
2: unquote i said i had a few insights that yeah. are
0: <laughs> and obviously now i've got yeah. you in the studio in front of a microphone i'm going to attempt to uh, get you to reveal some more of those insights and it, it all depends on how good you are at your poker face because maybe you won't you won't reveal it because i want to know look they basically said that they are looking to develop it Um, I mean, we might not know as a fact, but what would you do? What do you do first? You know, do you start on the early uh, on the early front? Do you start with skyscrapers down the the center? Like, what do you?
2: I'll tell you about a bit about the history, because I've been in the industry for over two two decades. When that project was launched, it had different phases. It has it had the uh, waterfront part and then it had the actual uh, trunk, just like uh, 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 the the palm here, Palm Jumeirah. And then it had the fronds and the crescent around it with the nice uh, poetry all around it. I think the first thing they will do right now is relook at the master plan to see what's feasible, what works for the current times. We're living a new era uh, of real estate. So I think they will definitely look at the full master plan see what's feasible and what makes sense to develop and they will take it from there step by step. Um, I think it's very exciting news and it's just perfectly timed as always. Dubai you know, is always ready to you know, capture opportunities at the right time. Uh, We've seen what uh, the launch of uh, the Palm uh, Dera and, you know, change of the master plan there. uh, Also very exciting. Uh, We've heard about uh, the acquisition of uh, Dubai properties acquiring uh, the Dubai Pearl plot just at the entrance of uh, Palm Jumeirah. And now it's going to be very exciting news with uh, Palm Jabal Ali because it is an emerging area developing. It has very close proximity to the Expo City, um,
0: of course, yeah. yeah. Which of course didn't exist when it was when the when the land itself was was created.
2: Yes, exactly. And uh, it's also close to uh, Jabal Ali Free Zone. A lot is happening in that area, and I think it's it's very well timed again that they're relaunching this project.
0: So when you say they start in, in the original master plan, they started with the waterfront. Is yeah. that the They the had front? buildings in
2: there at different heights. Okay. Um, obviously, the higher buildings were at the back, then lower, lower towards uh, closer to the water. They also had villas. They had uh, very exciting residential properties there. Um, so it's very exciting to see. And honestly, I don't have more details about don't it. But worry. it will be very exciting to see what's going to happen there. But I'm sure it's going to be uh, very well, very well planned as usual,
0: mm. you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. in stages, and, and, exactly. and you know, you don't flood the market with yeah. loads of property at exactly. first because that would and bring. And Also,
2: the type of properties they will introduce over there will also be of a different nature because as i mentioned earlier we are living a totally new era now yeah before and post uh, financial crisis and COVID as well um, a lot of things are you know different
0: yeah i have to admit i think the style of the villas could be quite different because if you look at the style of the villas on the on the original palm yes there's only about five generic styles and none of them are very open plan you know they don't have the 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 you know Times have changed, you know. There are different people. Yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily want the kitchen to be closed off anymore. They want to be able to see through. Correct. So it will be We're interesting. You're talking
2: almost two decades ago, so definitely yeah. things have changed. Precisely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Precisely. Oh well, I mean that is hugely exciting, and yeah. needless to say, we will be uh, keeping up with that story every step of the For way sure. because it is fascinating stuff. Uh, okay, let's talk about um, this land department deal, and, and the reason why I'm asking you about it is because I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so essentially, the Dubai Land Department department say they have signed a preliminary agreement with Dubai Chambers, which will allow business councils and groups under the Dubai Chambers umbrella to own and rent real estate and offices in the Emirate. Hmm.
2: So so basically, Dubai Chambers um, hosts a lot of uh, business groups, special groups uh, um, and councils in the Emirate, We cannot just establish your own council. Let's say we want to do a radio presenter's yeah, council. let's bring it on. Yeah. Let's do it. We cannot we just do it by ourselves. <laughs> we have to be licensed and have our own, you know, recognition under the Dubai Chamber's umbrella. Uh, for these councils and groups to operate professionally, they also need offices, right? Uh, so initially, it was a bit hard to like have a license and then rent an office under this license. Now with the agreement, it's going to make things much easier. Oh, okay. And they can even own property. So councils now can even own that office or that property, and they can rent it, or it can become a source of income, or they can occupy it. So the agreement is just another step towards making Dubai a more mature, more regulated market, which is something that is. Um, like we, I'm really appreciative of all the efforts from all the policy setters because they're creating a very robust uh, legal framework, which is one of the key factors that investors and buyers look for when they want to buy
0: a property. Okay, so now I, I do get it now, which is reassuring. I mean, the suggestion was that it would, you know, improve transparency in the Emirates rental property market and also support exactly. the business community there. Now, something that's bound to support not just the business community, but uh, the tourism community, uh, and you and I, I imagine, um, if we if you're a property owner and you're looking to rent it out, because uh, the suggestion is that the World Cup is going to give the Dubai property market a sort of mini Expo event, effect, you know, a bit of a boost, Correct. which, of course, we all expected with Expo 20 it's 20. a shorter
2: period of time yes. but it has very high intensity I mean World, the World Cup is one of the most attended events worldwide not just sports events It's it has very high intensity short for like a month but a lot of visitors come to it um, so it's going to be very exciting and I'm super excited because we have a guest today who can tell us more about it ah. and, and, and how property owners can benefit from it.
0: Okay. Well, that's fantastic. We should definitely, uh, we're looking forward to that interview in the next yeah. sort of 10 minutes or I so. I just pulled
2: the tease, right? That's a, is a tease. That tease. is a radio yes. tease.
0: <laughs> you see, the problem with Mohammed is that he's too intelligent. He, like, like, he kicks, Quick learner. Yeah, he literally is. <laughs> like, Learning
2: from the best. Well, the one I'll, and only Georgia I'll take,
0: that. <laughs> I'll take that. But but the main, the main concern to me is that you've only been doing, actually, no, I was going to say you've only been doing this job for a short time, but you've been on the telly for a decade. So you're totally used to the media (laughs) landscape as well. I mean, one of the reasons, I guess, why um, it will have such a a positive effect on the property market is not just the short term, because people will be able to rent their homes out and and potentially, um, you know, invite tourists in. But ultimately, you know, you've got more than a quarter of football fans in the UAE planning to visit Qatar. You've got uh, most of the people planning to go to Qatar will be basing themselves out of Dubai and hopping backwards and forwards. So ultimately, those people are just getting to see what Dubai is like, getting to see what the UAE is like.
2: And, And I assure you, whoever sees Dubai falls in love with Dubai. So, well, I mean, so, I'm I'm so, sticking around, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, so they either decide to visit again or to uh, try to settle down here, uh, rent or buy a home, uh, rent an office or a shop and start, you know, their own business here at the City of Opportunities
0: there we go, you see. So Qatar World Cup also providing opportunities uh, for us right here in the United Arab Emirates. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties, for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there, welcome back to the programme. Yes, Property Today with me, Georgia Tolley, and of course, Mohamed Wadir, the wolf of real estate. Joining me in the studio, good morning.
2: Good morning. So happy to be here. Uh, it's a beautiful way to uh, start the week. I'm glad to hear that amazing energy in this room
0: <laughs> <laughs> i have had a coffee that is part of the the play yeah, i and don't
2: i don't think the coffee adds so much you're always think? you're always very energetic i you're love that about you
0: slightly hyperactive yeah. it has to be said and we are getting very excited about our guest who's in the studio now who mohanid is going to introduce because we're going to find out how you can make your home work for you in particular with the Qatar world cup coming up
2: of course so i'm so excited she agreed to be with us um, i'm so honored to introduce christina uh, she is the gm of nesma luxury stays a company that i personally deal with and i'm like i really like them she's a veteran in uh, holiday homes i know she's uh she's she doesn't like that because i make her look very old um,
0: for someone who looks so young yeah, i, I she, can understand she, that
2: she has almost uh, believe it or not she has almost a decade of experience in this field uh, which is relatively new all over the world holiday yeah. homes has been um, a buzzword for only the past few years right yeah but uh, she's been in this field for a long time i think she started when she was just at high school <laughs> so uh, welcome christina we're so happy to have you here
3: <laughs> thank you very much mohana thank you and thank you georgia as well for having me here um, oh it is fantastic to have you christina Bukaru, general manager of
0: course of nazma luxury stays yes exactly uh,
2: we have so many questions I'm going to bombard you with a lot of questions sure, because it's a I'm, topic I'm, here to answer I'm, all of them. I'm personally excited about. I know a lot of property owners who are listening uh, have a lot of questions about holiday homes and how they can benefit from it. Also, for people who are travelers, we all love traveling. So um, we're going to ask you about what, what holiday homes can offer them. But I think what's, what the best thing to start with is if you can tell us what is a holiday home, Christina. A lot of people hear this word. Not everybody is familiar with it. So how would you define a holiday home?
3: Of course. Well, if we want to stick to the traditional um, definition of holiday homes, um, these will be furnished um, real properties that are being rented out um, by uh, tourists coming to Dubai, However, as Mohanad was saying, we've seen a huge growth um, in this segment in the market um, for the last few years um, because holiday homes started catering to the needs of not only tourists, but also uh, business travelers, staycationers, Mm -hmm. um, um, people working from home, people relocating. So that's why, um, yes, we have witnessed this huge, huge growth in, in Dubai in the recent years.
2: Yes, actually, the term staycation started emerging just around COVID, right? Yeah, we started hearing that especially here, especially here,
0: and 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 for people to spend much longer because a staycation used to be like one night in a hotel, and now people go for two weeks. Yeah,
2: I started doing that as well. So my next question is: How much of an impact did COVID have on this industry, the holiday home? Did it have a bad, uh, good impact, and of how much?
3: It definitely had a huge impact, but I can say it was only a positive one, since more and more people were turning towards holiday homes instead of renting in a hotel.
2: Okay, uh, I actually did that. I, I when when we started traveling now, Georgia, we started going to places, even locally for staycations. We would rent like a villa with a swimming pool, and we just spent, as you mentioned, not just one night, like a, a long weekend or um, like even a week in, in a in a. And, you know it was, home villa. well it
0: was so much better because it meant you didn't feel like you had to socialize with the masses yeah. and when you know during covid you just became a lot more sensitive plus when you have children I find it's much easier to have a kitchen on Correct. hand and Correct. and to sort of that way you can just make them pasta
3: for lunch without spending you exactly know, 30
0: dirhams on it exactly. or 100
3: dirhams on it I don't have kids myself but I see it with the guests coming and renting our properties they'd really appreciate having a fully equipped kitchen for example when they rent our villas on the palm Jumeirah that come with gardens, swimming pool, private beach access, yeah. um, and bigger spaces to enjoy with the whole family, bringing friends over, and definitely the kids are very very excited.
2: So, so Christina, I I personally represent a lot of uh, segments when it comes to real estate. I am a I work real estate for the past two decades. I'm an investor myself, so I own properties. I also love to travel, so I'm uh, like a good target audience for you. Let's start with the owners, the people who are listening who are property owners. What can you offer, you know, as Nesma luxury stays? If, why would I give you my property? What are the benefits I'm going to get?
3: Well, for owners, I would say converting a property into a holiday home comes with four main benefits. Four, okay. Um, first of all, um, you are creating a new um, passive income stream for yourself, um, which comes with higher and more attractive ROIs. If we're to compare a short term with long term, um, the difference will definitely be at least 20% more minimum, um, sometimes even doubling that amount. Um, wow. If we're talking about, um, uh, let's say, locations or seasonality. Number two, on top of that, um, owners would have access to their own property. So you would be able to use this beautifully designed and furnished apartment for yourself, um, for your family members. If you have friends um, visiting Dubai and you don't want to put them in a hotel. So it's really a win-win situation. Um, number three, I would say, and is the one that I like the most. Um, it's really a hassle-free process, or it should be a hassle-free process for the owner if you put yourself in the hands of, of um, a company that 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 are very knowledgeable in the market. Um, and number four, um, uh, it's it's. Um I think you did four. I think we had yeah, four. She mentioned I, four. That's why you're
2: pausing. But I have, another, <laughs> I have another point for you. Um, what about um, Right now, the market is witnessing an increase in property values and uh, rents. Uh, if I list my property with you as a short-term or holiday home, how is that going to help me as an owner? Because most of the owners now they're struggling. They're like, I cannot increase the rent beyond what the rent calculator allows me. Oh, of
0: course, rent. Right. if yeah. I want
2: to sell it, I have to. I'm restricted because the law. Uh, require, law 33 of 2008, the rental law in Dubai, requires that I serve a notice of 12 months as per, as per Article 25.2, 12 months to the tenant that is occupying my property so now. So you
0: can't get them out quickly?
2: No. So oh. and, and that makes me lose opportunities. Do you have the solution for that, Christina?
3: Of course, that will definitely not affect you if you have your uh, property managed as holiday homes because we are regulated by the DTCM, uh, the Department of Tourism and Commerce Marketing. Um, So So I don't follow the standard rental market? That's right. We just have to make sure that you remain competitive in the market and check the prices of the other competitors. This is
0: Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: Hello there. Yes, welcome back to our special segment on real estate. It is Property Today. Alongside uh, me in the studio is, of course, Mohamed Awadir, the wolf of real estate.
2: And we have uh, in the house Christina Botcaro, the GM of Nesma Luxury Estates. We were talking about Holiday homes and how owners can benefit from them. You mentioned uh, three of uh, the benefits. Um, if you can just take us through them very quickly, and uh, I'm just waiting for a bit more to be convinced. So,
3: yeah, yeah. Yes, why, should why, our should our should why should, put we, our should our we put our why should why should we put our home with you and <laughs> yes, on the market? Of course, of course. So obviously, we talked about that um, higher ROI if we compare short term to long term. Correct. Right. We were mentioning that um, minimum twenty percent more um, comparing short term to long term. It can go even up to double, um, if not more, depending on location, seasonality. Um, right. We were saying that also owners can um, use their own apartment to host friends, families when they're in town instead of putting them in in um, in a hotel. Um, we also spoke about um, the peace of mind of having this um, holiday home being managed by a company that know what they're doing. You don't have to worry about maintenance, paying bills, etc. Um, we do everything for you. Um, at Nasma, for example, we have an in house uh, maintenance team, cleaning team, admin team. So everything is there for you just to sit back, relax, and and enjoy your um, your monthly payout. Um, so that leaves me just with the last um, point, which is the flexibility. Um, since unlike other companies, we do not require a long-term commitment um, mm. uh, from the owners. You can sign up with us from three months up to a year. Obviously, the longer you stay with us, the more benefits you will see. Um, but definitely that gives you that flexibility. Yeah. Um,
2: you know what? I'm sold. But I just asked you before the break about the, f- the flexibility also from... Uh, The point of increasing rent, or if I want to sell the property, you can also cater to that, right? Owners who are restricted and are not able to capture the opportunities in the market in terms of increasing their rent flexibly and also selling their property when the market when the timing is right.
3: Absolutely. And I would say that uh, that's actually the fifth um, point when we talk about benefits. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're looking to sell your property, why not putting it for short term? Let that property generate some cash for you in the meantime. And maybe the buyer that you will find is actually interested on in investing in the property. And the fact that the unit is being managed as a holiday homes is a plus point. So he will definitely yeah. be that more attracted to that. will
2: increase the, the value. Head. And plus units that are f- uh, fully furnished usually are more appealing when you, show, you know, when you show them to potential buyers.
0: Of course, because when the air conditioning's off and there's something dead <laughs> in the kitchen, no one wants to buy the house. I mean, I can't <laughs> see past <laughs> uh, the rat. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so that's perfect. You know what? I'm double sold. I'm giving you my property. Uh,
0: can um, I ask, <laughs> if I? so I'm in a rental property. It sounds like the, a dream. I'm going to go away on holiday for three weeks. I'm not, by the way, for the radio bosses. I'm not. But if I was, can I rent my property out with you? Or because I'm renting, that's not allowed
3: um I would definitely advise you to do it through a company. I mean we're not talking about regular rentals right this is um, there is a lot of hassle that comes behind it, a lot of regulations um so definitely I would say um leave it to the hospitality professionals. And I do need to own my property, don't I? I can't just do it. I can't sublet.
2: That's what you're uh, talking about, Georgia. It's called subleasing. It's [2] basically when you rent a property and try to re-rent it. That has restrictions. You need to have the proper license to re-rent it. It's called a property management license that requires a... Um, bank uh, guarantee with it. Uh, You also need to have the written approval of the landlord that you've rented the property from to allow you to do that. So these are two prerequisites. I can't do it then, can I? Let's be honest. Don't don't, don't just do it uh, by yourself. (laughs) Uh, I agree with Christina. I think if you give it to the professionals, they understand the licensing requirements, they understand the regulations. They also have the right connections in terms of marketing, uh, housekeeping, the maintenance, all of these aspects. I want to shift gears a little bit towards the listeners who are uh, the travelers. Um, I mean, I love traveling. We love uh, short yeah, breaks. So, So uh, all of us do. So why, my question to you, Christina, is why should I rent a holiday home rather than stay in a hotel?
3: Well, I actually have a question for both of you, Georgia, Mohanad. Okay. When you travel, do you prefer to stay in the typical commercial hotel or you would like to experience something different and being able to enjoy your vacation in a different way? What, what would you prefer?
2: Um a bit of both, but you know what? I know what you're uh, trying to, to do. <laughs> I like to experience the city like the locals. You know, when I go to any place, right, Georgia? I mean- Yeah, yeah.
0: City break. I'm definitely up for for being within the city rather than sort of marooned out in a in a uh, in a resort somewhere.
2: Yeah, because t- typically hotels keep you in commercial zones, as you mentioned. But when you take a holiday home, I think you'll you'll be able to experience all the hidden pockets in exactly. that city that only the locals know. Like a local. Yeah. That's right. That's, I like that. That's
3: one of the things from renting a, a holiday homes. Also to mention that if you're traveling with your family or a group of friends, instead of um, renting different rooms in a hotel, you will be able to be all of you together in the same space. That's and
0: ultimately,
2: cheaper, potentially, yeah. cheaper. Yes. Yeah. yes, and I will still get all the benefits of a hotel, like the housekeeping. Uh, I, I know you have like uh, guest relations, butlers, and all of these services. Yes, we right? have all huh. that in
3: house. Yes, you, you get all the services that you would get in a hotel as well, and also the small details, right? We're talking about um, high quality bed linen, high quality towels, bathroom amenities, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: Perfect. Um, one of the things that I usually typically do with people arriving to Dubai fresh you know people arriving um, is to advise them not to rent a long term home immediately because when they just arrive they don't know the city they don't know exactly where they should settle down because Mm -hmm. things tend to change in the first like six months to a year maybe your office uh, location the schools of your children will dictate where you have to live so I usually advise them to stay uh, in like a holiday home or a short term rental for that period for them to actually Understand the city, settle down, and mm. then decide to take the long-term uh, lease contract. So, so is that something that you offer also for executives for uh, companies?
3: Of course, Mohanad, and that's actually a very good advice to give to your friends: not to jump into the first option that they see in Dubai until you know they start getting familiarized with with what the city has to offer. Um, funny enough, one of my very good friends, he's also an executive, he's been living in Dubai for years, and his. Permanent residence is a holiday homes. If I would ask him why, he would say, well, Christine, I have everything that I need. I'm in a nice area, close to work, um, beautifully designed apartment. I have everything that I need there. I don't pay the bills.
2: Ah, it's, exactly. it's just perfect so, so this is people who are a bit uh, not. I don't want to say spoiled They're very busy They don't want to sort out their housekeeping They don't want to sort out their, yeah. uh, their uh, paying the bills So you take mm-hmm. care of all of that for them
3: That's right We're here to pamper both yes. owners and guests So here well. you go There we go I mean Four that months. sounds like a dream for me Have <laughs> you seen that market increase
0: over the last few months? Because obviously we have we have seen quite a big influx of people into the country recently Have you found that your holiday homes have been booked up by essentially people who are relocating recently?
3: Of course. Um, Well, the whole segment has been regulated since 2013. So we're talking about um, eight years of activity, of holiday homes activity in Dubai. And at the moment, uh, we can count up to 10,000 active holiday homes listings. And the number is just growing.
2: That's almost 700% increase since the um, you know maths. Uh, for the last five years or six years, <laughs> I've always uh, shouted,
0: I've always said the word maths. Now yeah. I know, Mahana, do you want to ask about uh, the Qatar World Cup, David?
2: Yes, I, I thought because you know what, you always bring this up. I think you, the, do I get to? Are, do you it? are you a soccer fan? You love football because you always no, bring this do you up. You know, I have literally
0: my interest in in the Qatar World Cup. It was zero uh, about about six months ago. What As changed? it becomes a more important news story, I have become suddenly fascinated yes. by it. Not necessarily by the football itself, but about on the, the impact yeah, it's going to have here on the United Arab because you've got so many people coming into the country and obviously they're going to need somewhere to
3: stay.
2: Of course, so so Christina tell us how do you see uh, the holiday home market and the Dubai property market in general getting impacted by the the World Cup in Qatar?
3: Of course, we're all expecting a huge and very positive impact coming from the World Cup um, in the tourism sector in Dubai in general and the holiday homes in in particular, right? A lot of people will actually be staying in Dubai and then flying to Qatar just to see the match and and coming back. Um, The government here is putting everything in place to facilitate that. So we have, what, 60 um, daily charter flights uh, between Dubai and and Doha. And obviously with all the hotel, hotel um, uh, supply that we have here, which Doha does not have something like that, obviously, um, a lot of people will decide to actually stay in Dubai and, and just fly to Doha. For so the match.
0: if you were considering renting your property out, this is definitely the, probably the moment to do it, to get in touch and find out whether well, how much money you could make over the next sort of two months or so, uh, renting your property out to, to football fans. Finn, don't worry, they will be vetted. <laughs> They'll be nice football fans. Uh, Christina Butkaru, thank you so much for your time. Lovely to have you in the studio. Really appreciate it. Of course, Thank General Manager much. general manager of Nazma Luxury Stays. She's persuaded us all not only to rent out our homes here in the UAE if we have one, but also uh, to maybe stay in a few more holiday we homes. You should
3: definitely come and try one of our units, Georgia. This is Property Today on the Agenda.
1: With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties.
0: We have kept Mohammed Awadir, Wolf of Real Estate, in the studio, of course. Yes. We we also have our holiday home expert, Christina Butkaru, General Manager of Nazma Luxury Stays. I'm going to play quiz host now because we've got so, <laughs> so many questions that are come in.
2: In three and a half minutes. OK, Let's go. boom,
0: boom, boom. Uh, are properties in Dubai subject to VAT?
2: Um, residential properties are exempted commercial yes five percent
0: ollie says if i wanted to buy a property but my money is in my bank in my home country what's the procedure on payment will there be additional fees Uh,
2: no additional fees just make sure you buy the property pay the deposit and then uh, produce that proof of purchase to your bank at your home country and it should be a very easy uh, transfer with standard uh, transfer fees applicable
0: Nahed says how do I turn my house into a holiday home how do I make it appealing Christina, <laughs>
3: Christina. well definitely it's all about the location and the interior design you really need to revamp the whole property and make uh, it very luxurious and just
2: contact Nesma luxury stays they'll take care of the rest they'll take
3: of care of, of that, of course
0: <laughs> uh, Noah says what are the fees needed to buy a property in Dubai
2: the standard transfer fees are 4% plus uh, you need to account for the commission of the agents which range between 1 to 2% um, so just a account for like six to seven percent you'll be fine also keep in mind that you have to pay the down payment for your property whether it's mortgage or cash Uh, if it's cash you have to uh, you know uh, sort out all the the (laughs) cash and that's it
0: (laughs) Uh, jc says i just moved to dubai i've started following mahaned can you ask him where i can start seeing some properties for investment
2: um, it depends on your budget um, yeah. uh, and uh, your your outlook for the investment. Uh, I would advise you to check the projects of uh, Dubai Properties and Miraz. They have a very big land and bank of uh, opportunities. I would definitely advise you to look at Central Park, ranim uh, in Modun and uh, if you need more details just get in touch <laughs>
0: okay yeah yeah you can do that um, it, just send another message if you want two zero four eight seven one double five double zero or text 4001 now Finn did this a bit earlier in the program and this is one for you Christina because she said there's no way I'd let football fans stay in my <laughs> property now I mean that raises a big yes, issue yes, right? Yes I like, know how do you vet or how do you know that the people that are going to stay in your house are going to treat it with respect?
3: Well I, I feel you and I, I definitely understand the concern um, but for example, we do take a considerable amount as security deposit in case there there's anything um, broken in the property. Not only that, but we do client profiling so we know exactly who stays in our apartments um, and, and velas. We have the housekeeping team that goes and checks on the properties when they go for cleaning. So immediately they will report something to the office. It's not like having someone there staying for the whole month. You don't know what's happening until they vacate the apartment. Good point. Oh, that's yeah. really reassuring, actually. Uh, one person here has got in
0: touch, Dana do you have knowledge and insight Mohamed, about the Ras al Khaimah real estate market and where to invest?
2: Uh, yes for sure Ras al Khaimah has uh, positioned itself as a very interesting destination for staycations so I would advise you to look for opportunities that suit that kind of uh, properties and it's it just happens that most of the properties there are overseeing the water they have a lot of uh, waterfront properties uh, very nice townhouses and villas um, also golf course uh, views so And there aren't many options there. There are like four or five key uh, projects there. I advise you to just check out what's available if you want to help get in touch with me and then you can get in touch with NASMA to help you to uh, manage it out. <laughs> <or> huge
0: <laughs> potential holiday for holiday homes yeah, in, in Iraq <laughs> definitely exciting <laughs> stuff um, come to the end of the program i still Excellent. run over time but you were both amazing for that thank quick you. fire session thank you very much indeed <laughs> thank of course you uh, Mahanid Awadia, there the wolf of real estate and Christina Butkari, the general manager of NASMA Luxury says we need to come out with some sort of wolf creature cheetah right the it's been a pleasure to have you both on the radio. Thank you very much indeed. We will be back with Property Today in one week's time. Thank you very much, Mahanet. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast of Property Today. Make sure you don't miss the next show, which is broadcast live at 11am every Monday, only on The Agenda.